I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. If you have your Bibles, open up to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And beginning at verse 1, the Bible says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about due season. There is a due season. There is a time for everything. That's what the Bible says. The Apostle Paul said in Galatians 6, 9, Be not weary in your well-doing, for in due season you shall reap. There is a due season for apples. There is a due season for grapes. There is a due season for cucumbers and tomatoes and things of that nature. There is a due season. There's a due season in our lives. My dad, Earl Roberts, used to tell the story about the little boy who ate green apples. Uh, they, were, they, were, they were not ripe yet, and he ate them, and he got the stomachache. And, and he said, I've got a stomachache. And his mother said, how do you know? And he said, I've got inside information. You know, when you eat something that is before its time, sometimes it will make you sick. If you eat apples before they're ripe, it could make you sick. Well, God has a due season for the, the fruit and for the vegetables. He also has a due season in your life. So many people get weary and they get worried and they get down and they get discouraged and they, they sow unto God and they don't see an immediate harvest and they think, well, God didn't receive my gift or God, God doesn't hear me or God's too busy. He's out handling all the things in the universe and all over this big world. He doesn't have time for little old me. That's a lie from the devil. God knows who you are, friend. He knows where you live. He knows what you're going through right now, and He has a miracle for you, and He has a due season. We say, well, I, I, I want that due season right now. Well, you know, when you go out and plant, I'm sure you'd like to have tomatoes, and you'd like to have other vegetables and fruits that day, but it doesn't work that way. I remember when I was a boy, my mother took me out, and we planted a garden. And uh, she had given me tomato seeds, and she saw the look in my eye that I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> And she reached into her pocket and she pulled out a packet of, of seed, had a big picture of red juicy tomatoes. And she said, this is what it's going to look like. I said, is it? Is that what it's going to look like, mother? Yes, son. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not next week. But there's a due season. And when the time is right, we'll be out here and we'll be gathering in big juicy tomatoes. I've always loved tomatoes. I love to eat them like apples. I, I've always loved tomatoes. <laughs> well, the time came. It wasn't that day. It wasn't that week. It wasn't the next week. But the time came when my mother said, it's time to go out and bring in the harvest of tomatoes. And there were so many tomatoes from the little seeds that I planted. There's a due season. Be not weary in your well-doing, for you shall reap in due season if you don't give up. Well, Richard, what do I do when bad things happen to me? What do I do when in the middle of waiting for God, it seems like all hell breaks loose and I don't know where to turn and I don't know where to go and I don't know what to do when I get there. What do, what do I do when people strike against me and, and they do bad things and mean things and what do you do? Well, some people strike back. Some people uh, take vengeance into their own hands. Some people want to get even. But the Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. I asked my dad once what that scripture meant. And he said to me, son, only God, and listen to this, this really touched my life. Only God can absorb the punishment that vengeance brings. That's why he said vengeance is mine. Only God can handle it. It'll eat us up. 
when bad things happen, when, when people come against you, when people stand against you and do all kinds of ungodly things against you and you don't know what to do, what do you do? Do you strike back? Do you try to get even? No. That's the wrong thing to do. I learned in my life not to strike back. I, I studied the life of Jesus, the life and ministry of the Apostle Paul and Peter. They never struck back. I learned how not to strike back, but how to forgive them and let them go and let God move on in on the scene. I knew that in doing that, there'd be a due season for me. Right now, there are people who have done things against me, you know, but that's not my affair. I'm not going to strike at them. I'm not going to criticize them. I'm not going to judge them. I'm just going to give them to God because I know that my due season is coming. The Bible says there is a time for everything, a season for every activity under heaven. And to me, that means there's a due season for our miracle. That's why when people strike against me or say something unkind or do something against me, that I learn how to keep my mouth closed. I've had lots of bad things happen to me in my life, but I have overcome every one of them by keeping my mouth closed and not striking against them, not taking vengeance into my own hands, and praying and believing God. You say, well, give me a list of things I can do. Okay, number one, plant a seed. There's a seed of equivalent benefit. When you sow a seed against the need that you're facing, you can believe God for a harvest and due season will come. The Bible says so. Secondly, pray a prayer. Tell God what you're feeling. Don't tell the world. Don't tell somebody else. Don't tell other people. Talk to God. He knows the intents and purposes of our hearts. Tell Him what's going on. Let Him speak back to you. Listen, He's a talking God. Do something nice to somebody. Smile. Don't act like the whole world is coming to an end on your shift. <laughs> Believe God for the miraculous. Set your faith according to the Word of God, knowing that a due season is coming. And let me just say this final word. Every time you plant a seed, expect a harvest. Back in those days when my mother was teaching me how to plant a garden, the first few days I was out there every day expecting tomatoes, but they weren't there. No, the seed had to germinate and those little shoots had to come up out of the ground and those vines had to form before the tomatoes could form. And when the tomatoes did form, they were little green, knotty things, but over time, I kept watching. It just kept getting bigger and bigger and suddenly the green turned to kind of a yellow and then to a red. And it wasn't long until they were eatable, beautiful tomatoes. God has a due season. Be not weary. Don't get weary in your seed sowing. God has the exact time. Now, I don't know about you, but I've told God how to do it. I've told Him when to do it. I've told Him where to do it. And I've told Him who to do it to. And He has never done it my way once. He does it His way. But you know what? When He does it, it always seems to settle the issue. It's always the right time. And sometimes God doesn't want us in a certain area and He closes a door. And we have a tendency to blame it on this person or blame it on this situation or blame it on the economy or blame it on the boss or blame it on whatever. But sometimes there are things that God doesn't want us involved in. Many times that's happened in my life. He has a due season for the miracle. And when those doors close, when those doors close like they seem to close on Joseph, still there was a door that was about to open which would make him the prime minister of Egypt. 
Yes, he would come out of prison. So I say to you today in this message, don't give up. Don't stop believing. It's not over yet. I believe that as you sow and as you refuse to get weary in your well-doing, as you stand and trust God that God has something better for you than what was behind that closed door, I believe with all my heart for you to receive the miracle, the blessing. I'm standing on that myself. I know it's true. It's happened so many times in my life. But it's so easy to think, well, it happened before. Will it happen again? Yes, because He is an unchanging God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm praying that this will get in your heart and stay in your heart. In Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.